Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Cricket Show, broadcasting around the world every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. blogtalkradio.com slash thecricketshow or fast bowl us an email with your questions and comments to thecricketshow at comcast.net. And now, let's talk cricket, lovely cricket. Uh, yes, let's talk cricket, lovely cricket. Welcome to The Cricket Show. Pleasant good evening to all of you in Radio Land. And it is my pleasure to introduce Mitchis Nesbitt and Dennis Seep, who is in studio with me. Good afternoon, lady and gent. Good no afternoon, How are you? Yes, good. The folks are waiting to hear your wonderful voice. And... <laughs> Dennis? Okay. Good. Good afternoon to you, Leon. Good afternoon to you, Mitchis. And hello. Good afternoon to all our fellow listeners out there in Radio Land. We hope that uh, you will stick with us for the next three hours where we will be doing talking cricket, lovely cricket. You're listening to blogtalkradio.com, the cricket show. Call us at 1515-605-9850 or send us an email at the cricket sh- the cricket show at comcast.net we'd be happy to hear from you and we will try to address any questions or comments you may have for us here on the cricket show back to you leon yeah thank you very much for that dennis and just want like we usually do every evening when we start the show we ask god's presence in our house so the heavenly father we come to you we thank you for your allowing us to host the show each and every Sunday evening for the past 12 years. We trust that you will just make this show go on without any interruptions whatsoever. We pray for the ones who have made it possible by their donations and their moral support. We pray for the ones who are suffering from ill health, namely Dr. Leroy Lashley and his dear daughter Lisa, Connie Whitley, Ellie Matt, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, Murchis Nisbet, El Comida Willett, 
Bobzy Nisbet, Ralston Otto, Wentworth Francis, Talbert Francis, Dennis Kelman, Joseph Gunshop, Willis and Mona Daniels, and Fillmore Hall Pike, as well as Earl Stevens and Jeanette Hughes. Dr. Roger Brown, and Virgil Francis Jr., his son. We pray for the ones who are supporting us by their donation and their moral support. We trust that they will continue to do so and you will help us along the way. All these we ask in your precious name. We also pray for my Ruby, as a result of which Audley won't be here. We just pray for traveling mercies for him as he goes over to see his mom before he leaves to come north or come south to South Florida. Thank you, Lord, for all you've done. And trust that you will make this evening be one to be remembered. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Anything on your mind, Mercy, that you want to share with us or with Dennis? Anything, Dennis, before we go into the outline? Maybe go Dennis. I'll go ahead, Mercy. Yeah. I'll come after you. No, I said maybe you have. Um, just, I'm going to be just listening. All right. Well, Leon, for me out here, I'm, uh, you know, I think I might be running out of matchsticks to keep my eyelids open because I was up all night, like many around the world who are not in Australia, uh, watching, looking, and checking out the T20 World Cup. They specifically we were glued to the match between India and Pakistan, the two famous arch rivals, who when they meet on the cricket field, this is a moment not to miss. And, you know, Leon... I've been uh, to the English FA Cup final at London in sometime in the past, and that's where I've been in a crowd that is extremely large. When we're talking about, you know, eighty thousand and above. And mm-hmm. yesterday's game between India and Pakistan, sold-out crowd of ninety thousand, and okay. the noise. The flags, the joy, the celebration, it was a sight to behold. So, needless to say, I had no sleep last night because I first started watching the Ireland game and uh, Sri Lanka, and uh, that, of course, went right back into the Pakistan-India match. So, I'm here struggling to stay awake, keep my eyes open, so... You know, be a little lenient with me if I fall asleep. <laughs> you fall asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will understand. We understand. I too had Some a similar situation. Wait, Marge. Wash it. Cold water. And it'll be, uh, uh, cold water, is that it? Yeah. What am I supposed to do with the cold water, uh, Murchis? Look, not, not from the fridge. <laughs> you know, just go to the pipe and, and turn it on and just... Uh-huh. Wash your face. Ah, oh, okay. All right, sir. Yeah. That's your right, help. I'll bear, that. I'll bear that in mind if I can do that before I fall asleep. That's the problem, you see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Back to you, Leo. Well, we're going to start out with the news of the World Cup. We're going to let you know that some very exciting matches have been played over the past week, a week and a half. And, of course, uh, the big surprise was the, ex- the exit of the West Indies team and how they 
some some sensational matches were being played. We'll tell you about it later. Also, we're going to talk about the West Indies players have been returning. What kind of welcome do, we, do they deserve? Uh, hearty welcome or not so hearty? But the focus is going to be on the Super 50 overs, which starts October the, is it the 29th. I think I saw the 29th here. I think oh, the yeah, 29th. Yeah, the 29th. Yeah, but in the don't see the start. Okay, 29th of the of October, which is just around the corner, right? Next yeah. Saturday. Next Saturday. Oh, because Sunday is the 30th, right? Sunday is the 30th. Six days from today. Yes, that's right. Next yeah. Saturday. Next Saturday, 29th. Mm-hmm. Next Saturday. That's correct. Yes. Yeah, so we have the fixture list for those tournaments for that match, and of course we have some other news. So about other events that are being taking place in cricket. I just want to fill you in with the... Audley won't be with us this evening. He has gone to see his mom because, you know, every around this time of the year, he, he comes from the north, comes south to do his work. So as a result of which, he's probably not going to see her for a while, about six months' time when he goes back up. Um, basically, those are the brief um, outline. We're just not going to give you the details until we go into them. But I'm sure you do have something you want to share with us because we want to share the history of the ICC Men's 20, T20 World Cup. We'll give you all that, the stats. We'll give you some more stats by team by team guide and prediction for the Super Super 12, and uh, of course, we're going to talk in details about the West Indies um, CG United Super 50. And we have some news. But Dennis, you have to help me with this because uh, the ICC have been printing these things so small. You had to take me to get a magnifying glass to see them. And I don't know if you had the yeah. had. Being able to pull them up, and we probably may have a oh. guest this evening too. Not a guest, but a, a visitor who doesn't know anything about cricket per se, and he wants to know a little bit about it. So just put on your, your hat, Murphy, to tell the gentleman about something about cricket, something important that will just tickle his fancy. You, who are you, Dennis? Uh, yes, Leon, you we, we we are still here mourning the uh, unceremonious unceremonious departure of the West Indies from the uh, T20 World Cup in uh, Australia. I know the team left the uh, left Australia. I think during the course of the past couple of days, on their way back to the Caribbean for the, uh, the Super 50, which you mentioned earlier, which will begin somewhere uh, next Saturday. But uh, since we're, the focus today is on the uh, World Cup, T20 World Cup, and uh, the, the West Indies, and one of our um, irate 
one of my irate contacts you know, had some very uncharitable comments to make regarding the uh, performances of the uh, West Indies team. Maybe I can share them with you, you know. Um, for example, uh, one of the comments says, uh, Nicholas Poran, our captain, has talent, but not as a captain. So time for him to go. In mm -hmm. other words, I guess, time for Nicholas to give up the captaincy and uh, stick to what he does best, exercise his talent so that uh, we can get the best of him because he has not performed ever since he took on the mantle of captaincy. He seems to be struggling with uh, functioning and giving us production out there on the field. And of course, the comments were not just related to the captain, Someone said if Coach Simmons and Coach Estrick have any class, they would resign immediately. And if the Cricket West Indies board has any sense, they would fire the above coaches right now. And, of course, suggestion that perhaps the board should consider themselves to join the coaches on their way out the door. So there's mm -hmm. a lot of anger, a lot of anger and uh, uh, serious talk by uh, supporters of West Indies cricket. And I know we always want to rally around the West Indies, but there are times when frustration gets the better of us and uh, we express our um, frustration in that regard. I don't know if, uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was saying I thought you were finished, but um, since we have a, f a few minutes before we come to the bottom of the hour, we, we probably give the history of the World Cup, T20 World Cup. And it started in 2007. The host mm -hmm. for that year's tournament was South Africa. India won the, con the contest. MS Dhoni was the captain, and the coach for that team was... Uh, Latand Ralput and Pakistan, they were the runners-up. That's 2007. Two years later, England hosted the tournament. Pakistan won that match with Yunus Khan. He was the captain. And yeah, Intikab Alam, he was the coach. And the runner-up for Sri Lanka. And in 2010, strange enough, there was only one year between the, the, that period uh, due to some circumstances. I can't remember what it was, but West Indies hosted as a tournament. England won it, and Paul Collingwood, he was the coach. Oh, he was the captain. He was the captain, I beg your pardon. And then Andy Flower was the coach. Australia, they were the runners-up. In 2012, Sri Lanka hosted the tournament. West Indies won it. And Darren Sammy was the captain of the West Indies team, while Otis Gibson was our coach. Then the runners-up for that tournament was Sri Lanka. Then in 2014, Bangladesh were hosting the tournament, and Sri Lanka, they won. 
They had two coaches in the period, two captains, Lasik Malinga and Danish Chandimal. While Paul um, Fabres, he was the coach for the winning team, and India, they were runners-up. Then in 2016, something dramatic happened, which has, which has never duplicated up to, to this point, because West Indies won the tournament for the second time. And they played that tournament in India. Darren Sammy was again the captain. And Phil Simmons this time was the coach. And England were the World Cup. You remember that particular event when Stokes was hit, hit for four consecutive sixes to bring home an unlikely victory for the West Indies before that moment occurred. And then in 2021... Matches were played in UAE and Oman. Australia were the winners. And Aaron Finch was the captain. While Justin Langer was the coach. And the runner-up were New Zealand. Anything you fancy, your tickle your appetite, you want to talk about, Dennis, about that before? Uh, no, not because during those years of the early start of the uh, T20 uh, of these uh, T20 World Cup I was actually um, located in a area where it was not carried and I hadn't I was cricket star basically during that period. although I was playing the game I was not getting the um, information about what was taking place so I'm now being educated as to the historical uh, arrival of the T20, and I thank you so much for um, bringing that to, to our attention. Because yeah, well, one myself. of the most most extravagant, or not say extravagant, but momentous moment in that period was the, 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 the time when the Westerners seems to be down and out, and seems... No way to go but to come home as a, as the runner-up. They pulled that cat out of the bag, and it was a four consecutive sixes by Carlos Bradley. And up to the, today, they still hailed that knock of 24 sixes, which meant that we won the tournament. It was a heartbreaking event for the Englishman, and Stoke was on his knees, not praying, but crying, because he could not <laughs> believe that happened. But then he had some other good moments, but, you know, that one to me stood out. in MS Dewey in his day, and Eunice Khan, and, you know, in his, yeah, Eunice Khan and Paul Collinwood, and Darren Sammy was was at war with the Western Cricket Board in the second second event because it was a moment when the Westerners were sent to play in the tournament in India without their jerseys and about it was not taken kindly and Sammy spoke out about it at the end which didn't go down too well at all you know but he was venting his feelings and it was just a moment of sadness after having gotten victory and bringing home the cup. To this day, we never had a parade for the West Indies team when they came home. And 
folks are still asking that they should. Just like in 1975 and 79, when the West Indies won the 50-over tournament twice in a row, they never see the daylight of it again. West Indies, yeah, to this period now, is without an opportunity to win again. I don't know if they'll ever do that in my lifetime, but I fancy that in two years' time, the team should be better than the one that went. Any comments? Well, in terms of uh, getting the West Indies getting better, you know, Leon, it's very interesting that we West Indies current team seem to have played matches against teams such as Ireland and uh, come up wanting, and yet we see how badly Ireland beat the West Indies, but then Ireland turn around and get beaten themselves very badly by teams that we perform well against. So, you know, there is something going on out there that needs to be addressed and that might center on the the players themselves, that they need to recognize their role and their responsibilities once they get out there on the field. Because these guys, it's a profession now, Leon, and they're being paid, I think they're being paid, you know, dare I use the term handsomely, but certainly Mm -hmm. not handsomely than adequately. And yes, everybody wants more, but they're being paid adequately, but they're not putting in the performance that we feel, you know, gives us the satisfaction of seeing any improvement in in, in the squad. But uh, Leon, I think Donna has joined us, so can we say hello to Donna before we continue? Hello, good night, good night. Good night. Before you even begin, you got to tell us whether you cried or you laughed. Which one? Me? <laughs> I didn't I did neither. Because, like I said to you guys before, I didn't expect much. But I was just putting them on front to say, mm, I've seen that I'm not a West Indian. I'll, I'll put them in my final four, but I didn't have high hopes. Okay. Because I saw how they were playing. And I, I couldn't see them coming out that first round. I just couldn't see it. And so said, so done. Yes, it was. Um, well, I, I wish that they could have come out, but. Mm-mm. Let's start with Steve. Steve uh, uh, our good friend, Virgil. Virgil is with us, is he? Virgil, are you with us? He's at the park. Okay, so let's, let's mute him hey. for Yes, you. Go ahead. Hear you, Donna. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Virgil is, is with us. Hey, Virgil, are you with us? No, he's not. All right, let's cool him there for a while. I think I hear some background noises. So he should, must be at the park. So, Donna, what do you think will happen to West in this team? How should we welcome them? We should give them a hearty welcome or a lukewarm welcome? They should get a no welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what what does that you cannot you cannot what 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 great welcome for what for what? I wonder if Murchis agrees with you. Murchis, you agree with her not to welcome the guys? 
Yeah. They just come in and just sneaking over the gun. <laughs> That's kind of hard, Donna. <laughs> but you can't be you didn't work for, so. Yeah, they have certainly let let the size down. I mean, one one can understand that, uh, yes, a team can be beaten, but, you know, there's a difference between being beaten and being humiliated. And in this case, I think West Indies were not beaten as such. They were totally humiliated by, uh, you know, and that's not to take away any advancements that these um, newer, less experienced side has. But you expect that a team with the history and um, background that the West Indies have, they would at least go out there and put up a fight. And um, if they get they fight and they get beaten, we say, well done, you know, it was a good match. But when they go out there and they fail to perform, then uh, that says a lot. Uh, says a lot, and it's a great shame that uh, we have to um, suffer. You know that type of um, well misfortune, if I might call it that, being very generous from uh, you know from from our our team. Thank you, Back to Leon. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to change Donna just before we have a few minutes. Maybe you want to share some of your thoughts about what should we do? Should we retain well, Mr. Puan? Just before, do it in a, a, a short time so I can see where it goes on. And Ivor has just joined us. Um, okay. Leon. Yes, I. Well, he yes. doesn't have his hand yes. up. He's certainly listening, no. but I don't know if he's listening, but uh, probably not ready to speak. Yeah, okay. Now, I brought him in, but I doubt he's in a position to speak. Oh, both Virgil is gone. He's gone. Yes, he's not listening. But in any event, let's... Um... Well, you raised the question, Leon. Maybe we should just explore yes, that a little bit. Yes, off of that before. It, yeah. So we have about five minutes before. It, when we go one and yeah. two, we're going to go one time. So go right. 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 Okay, make it I mean, it's, it's, very, it's very obvious to, to me that, and I'm sure to our, our, our listeners and followers on cricket here in, in the Caribbean, and certainly around the world, that since... Uh, Kieran Pollard retired, and Nicholas Poran was elevated to the role of captaincy. His performance has really diminished to the point that if he was not designated the captain at the time, I doubt if he would be named to the squad because his performance has been lacking of late. He has done very little, and he, even captaining the side sometimes makes you wonder if he's really thinking about it or if it's too much for him. Maybe it is time for you know the West Indies to think about um, you know relieving him of the captaincy and finding somebody else who's uh, more reliable in terms of how much they can contribute you know to the game. Sad because Poran was a very highly sought-after IPO player in the last series, and his performance this year does not belie the kind of accolade that had been heaped on him over the past couple of years. So I mean, that, that is what I'm thinking, Leon. I don't know what do you, what do you agree or not. 
So must they know whether or not um, the, the, the action of Hekmaya was part of because poor woman was made captain ahead of him. But oh, really? Who knows? No, that's what I, some are intimated. I go into some chat room and hear people talk that it should have been Hekmaya and that's why he is, perhaps that's why he is acting the way he did. But anyway, well, I can't have any proof for that, but they're just saying, speculating that that might be the reason behind his acting that way. You know, he, he brought back the 200, 2016, was it 2016 that he won the under 19 as the captain for the West Indies? And um, he felt that he should have been elevated. I don't know if that's the, he said that way, but people are speculating. But we time is on us, right? Did you? Okay. Why don't we do this and just go right into our birthday and anniversary? Oh, Walter Henry, I just want to mention again that Audley won't be with us this evening. He has gone to see Mar Ruby. She is, of course, she's struggling with ill health, and he has gone to see her. But he was kind enough to send us his report, and I do the best that I can do with it, and hopefully we can. We can um, make a headway without him this evening. Hard shoes to follow, you know. He writes in, he writes these things with detail. So, be with me. In the meantime, Dennis, check out and see if Virgil is awake. He might be still sleeping. Oh. Okay. okay. Let's begin this evening with the usually the bring out your happy birthday before, and then the go in till Donna put on your dancing shoes. To give us your birthdays, and of course, Mercy doesn't, but she may have something special to mention to us at the period. tune that brings us in to this birthday, Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. So let's hear what are the items that will be in our thoughts this evening. We start off on October the 28th with the superstar, the great Pele. He's 82 years old today. 
and the cardinal grand, granddaughter. She's Zion. She's also celebrating a birthday today. We hope we'll know how old that young lady is. We wish her well. Tom Judney. You remember Tom Judney, the Jamaican fast bowler? He also is celebrating a birthday today. Gatry, Sweet Alhal. She is from Trinidad and Tobago. She's 32 years old. Australian Brad Hardin, 45. And on the 24th, Zimbabwe became independent in 1964. And civil rights activist Rosa Park, she died in 2005. Baseball great Jackie Robinson died in 1972 on the 24th as well. Then West Indian Ian Bishop, Trinidad, he turned 20, 55 years old. He doesn't look that old, though, but nevertheless. Singer Gregory Isaac, he died in 2010 on the 25th. Our own Ed Lewis, he's also celebrating a birthday. We're doing so on the 25th. And he, um, Yumish Rama um, Yadav, turned 35. He's an Indian player, of course. And Sri Lankan Russell Arnold turns turn 55, 35, and 30, 49. He's from Bangladesh. Not, no, she's from Sri Lanka. And the Bangladesh player Mehedi Hassan comes 29 on the 25th as well. Turning Ken Rutherford, he's 57th on the 26th. And the Vincentian and the Grenadines Independence in 1979 on the 27th, while Kuma Sankara turned 45 on that same date, 27th. And England, Chris, well, in, and Chris Taver, he is turned 69. And Irfan Patan, the Pakistani player, 38. An Australian, Mark Taylor, 58, all under 27, and David Warner, 36 years old. I'm sure that defeat yesterday or the day before was not a welcome birthday gift for him. On the 28th, Paul Winter. Okay, we know the great Paul Paddy Winter. He is my brother-in-law. He was a bodybuilder extraordinary. He would have turned... 85, I think, this year. God took his soul from us, and he's resting in peace. May his soul rest in peace. And singer Bob Andy also celebrated a birthday. And West Indian Cyril Christiani of Guyana, Douglas St. Hugh, the umpire out of Jamaica, um, celebrated birthday on the 28th, while on the 29th, Darren Francis, Virgil Francis's son, he is celebrating a birthday at 29. He will be celebrating at 29. While Michael Vaughan of England turned four, will be turning 48 on that very date, the 29th. While Dave, David Allen, the Australian, he also will be celebrating on the same date, the 29th. Matthew Hayden, he turned 51. Greg Blewett. 51, and Scott Michael, uh, Scotland Michael Leakes, 
Strang 32. Those are the ones we're celebrating today, and we just hope that any of the folks my, who may have birthdays to, and events to share with us will join us now. We're going to call her Merchant. See, she has one in mind, or many in mind. Merchant? Not Merchant, but Donna. Why don't you come on in? Tell us about your birthdays. Well, I don't have any this week. Most of my birthdays have gone. Mm-hmm. So, nearing the end of October, my birthdays are gone. So, I don't have any this week. You don't have okay? a birthday? Okay, I hear you. How about you, Mr. Dennis? I, Leon, I have no birthday or anniversary that uh, falls during this particular week or in the next couple of days. Okay, we're going to try and bring in a friend of mine. So in the meantime, hold it tight there for me. Dennis, anything on mind that you want to share with us? Let me see if I can get Mr. John in for a few keys with us. Just to say hello to him. Wish him well. Uh, just try to call him, but I don't know if he is available. Oh. So go right ahead and keep, keep us going. Well, well we have... Um we have the uh, T20 World Cup Super 12 got on no, the way. No, we can stay in the, we can stay in the um, birthday hour. Until oh, we're yeah. still in the birthday hour, are we not? Yes. 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 So it, did you get the birthday for the uh, 23rd of October, Soccer Star Pele? Yes, we called that. The very first one. <laughs> okay. Well, that, that, that is, is good. And I see that our very own Ian Bishop, Yes, celebrated a birth, celebrated a birthday. That is uh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Reach out to Ian. He's out there in the Australia commentating on the uh, T20 matches, and it's wonderful to hear his voice and his insights and comments on uh, on what's happening. Is one of our latest group of uh, commentators out of the islands who paints a good picture of what's taking place on the field of play for those of us who aren't able to be there in person. And I'm happy to see that with the passage of our stalwarts of old, that we have new voices such as Ian Bishop who have taken up the mantle and are now doing for us what others like Roy Lawrence and uh, Others and Mark Holding have been doing for us over the years. Let's you open the line one more time. Mm-hmm. Let's open the line one more time to see if anyone wants to come in and say anything of consequence. Maybe Ivor, I don't know if he's in a position too, but we'll just move right on along and play a song for those who are celebrating birthdays during this period, and then we get into the meat of it to talk about what we love so much. No one else, so I'm going to play this song for them. Once I stood in the night with my head bowed low in the darkness as black as the sea and my heart 
If you wish to speak with us, call 1-515-605-9850 where you can send your request to your loved one, give us some important information which you'd like to share with the world, and we'll be happy to do this for you. We're just going to be siphoning off out of this section of the show, so be sure to do so as soon as possible before we close this particular section it is dedicated to the late Walter Henry and we call it our Walter Henry birthday and anniversary also may we end this and just thank Audley for providing the information for the segment and we just pray that his mom my Ruby or Ruby Locke would be getting some relief from her her being not too well. 
So then it's 103 begin with all started. Started with the World Cup, West Indies failing to qualify. What do you have to say? What were the main reasons why West Indies did not make kids do? I said earlier, I comment about Nicholas Poor and the captain, but that's not to say Nicholas is the only one of the West Indian groups who should take or who bear responsibility for this failure. The uh, coaches have a role to play. I think one year ago, the coaches uh, gave us their wisdom which I was not too happy with one year ago. The situation has not changed in that time. Uh, the board, they have done their part too, and they must carry some of the blame. I know that uh, the president of CWI has indicated that there will be a serious uh, investigation and inquiries into this failure and I hope that he can come up with some uh, real answers because we've been putting up with this level of mediocrity now for quite a number of um, months, maybe years. And each time we give the uh, we give a, a second chance, or we hope. You know, we try not to be too super critical, but we keep giving them chances and they keep letting us down. So it's time we take a page out of the soccer book and maybe find new managers when old managers fail to, um, mm-hmm. you know, fail, fail to produce. You know, it's, it's, it's really, really very sad. Um, I, I don't know if coming. I was going to say, let me give the West Indies report, the match report or the scorecard because the West Indies they batted yeah. first and they score one forty six for the loss. So, well, let me see. This is the West Indies or Ireland. This is yes, yeah. West, West Indies scored one forty six score five. One forty six score five. This West Indies. Having won the task, they decided to, to bat, right? Western is, mm-hmm. yes, won the task and decided to bat. And they were skittled out for 145. With top scorer, you know, um, Brandon King, he was the only person, I think the only person for a tournament. I don't think anybody has scored a, a, a half century. Charles, Charles did make... Charles scored 24. Oh. Yeah, he scored 24. Yeah. No, no, no. I meant in the tournament, did anyone else score a half century in the tournament? And they lies our downfall because our batters, as they call them these days, did not mm-hmm. live up to expectation. Mayers, okay. he was out for 24. Charles was out for 24. Mayers was out for one. And then Lewis was another failure. He went went for 13. I gave you the score already. Brandon King, he made 62. 
He was not out and Puran was out. He was caught and bowled and he also fell in the process, right? I don't know if you saw that. He, he fell down, he played her. Huh? He came chipping down the wicket and the ball he almost just uh, I think he yeah, yeah. he an edge back to the bowler and was caught and bowled. And he fell flat down on his face as if he said, well, I want to stay down. <laughs> but he was able well, to get a walk off. And uh, Ruffman Powell, he only contributed six. And Odin Smith was elevated and he got a quick 19 from 12 deliveries. Were it not for him, we probably would not have made 150. But he came in and hit a couple of sixes and a four. In 12 deliveries, put us over 140. That total was far from being sufficient. And, of course, we knew when Ireland batted, they only lost one wicket in the process with Sterling scoring 66 not out. And um, Tucker, Balburnie, 46, and Balburnie made 37. He was the only wicket to have fallen to to um, Hussein. So uh, a loss for the West Indies, and that meant that they were knocked out of the of the Super 12. Your further comments, Dennis? Well, you know, um, the, um, it's interesting to, to, to recall how uh, Bob Burney and um, Sterling went after the West Indies bowling and seemingly feasted on it, really. And if we contrast that with the Irish attempt at in their match against Sri Lankan in the Super 12, it seems Balburnie, uh, Sterling, the entire Irish team, they seem as if they were playing the same uh, playing from the same playbook they used against the West Indies. They tried the same techniques against Sri Lanka and quite clearly it failed because they were charging after the Sri Lankan bowlers from the word, from the opening uh, ball and they did not succeed in getting any purchase with the uh, Sri Lankans. They were unceremoniously beaten in their first round matches and looking at the way the West Indies bowlers bowled to these guys and the way the Sri Lankan bowlers bowled it tells me clearly that somehow there's something that is not right in the coaching department where bowlers can our bowlers can bowl to the Irish players and get quartered like this. And when you see the way the Sri Lankan bowlers bowl to these same players, you can see that there is a real difference in approach and in technique and in discipline. So it was not it was not very um, encouraging to see that, uh, Leon. Back to you on that matter. Maybe Donna has something to say on that. Before I come back in, Donna, do you want to chime in on that, Donna? 
Okay. Daniel. You know, Daniel, she's probably not with us, but listening. Hello, hello. Yes, yes. I was just asking you. Hearing me? Yes, we're hearing you. We probably were. And the Irish game? Yes, the Irish game. Yes. I didn't see much of it, you know, because <laughs> I was so disgusted with West Indies that I decided I am going to take my sleep. I all I did was go, go and look for the results. I didn't look at it. Okay. Because I said I'm not going to lose my sleep over West Indies. Okay. Yes. Yeah, most people. Leon, you know. There were right. times where I looked at it. Remember, Hussein bowled a lot of overs, and Puran had the services of other bowlers there, and yet he didn't seem to use them to the same extent, and he didn't make any effort. You know, he wasn't. We weren't. West Indies was not getting through with the attack he was using, focused or centered around Hussein. And yet he had bowlers that he didn't use who were there. I mean, I know he used older and he used Alzari Joseph, but we still had, um, you know, Powell, Rothman Powell. We had um, Smith. There were other bowlers in the side, even McCoy. We, we just did not marshal our bowlers in a more strategic fashion. If one wasn't getting the job done, you bring someone else in. We just seemed to stick with the uh, the failed one and kept pushing that one. And that was not doing us any good at all uh, on that front. Well, in short, it seems as if Western didn't have a plan or a second plan. They go, you, they were telegraphing their, their um, situation. In other words, they knew he's going to be bowling this bowler. And they have the playbook planned for them. Valverney and, of course, Sterling. Just plain as if they, they were accustomed to these bowlers. We saw Sterling in the Caribbean, and he looked a shadow of himself. And so, playing against Western Indies, he looked like he is a world beater. 66 from 48 yeah. deliveries. With six fours and two sixes, the strike rate of 137 runs. That is extraordinary. You give me that any day of the week and three times in the evenings. I tell you, batting without light. Then Bernie, he also had a good knock of 37 from 23. And, of course, we have um, Tucker, who came in at number three. It's a 45 from 35 delivery, two fours and two sixes. And, of course, but Bernie, he had three sixes and three fours. So it was a defeat by by nine wickets. And it was a sorrowful tale, tale of woe for Westerners, having been knocked out of a second round of this sort of format for the first time, having won the championship twice. And it was like he was telegraphing around the world, two-time champion knocked out by Ireland. <laughs> so, well, I hear you calling for for the, the, the emotion or firing. 
I mean, firing of the coaches and whoever else uh, involved with the management, including presidents and vice president, of course, you know, but there's certain folks you, you, you can't fire, you know, like Simmons, he has a contract, but my, my solution to that, those who you can't fire, demote them. Send them down to coach the under-19 or send them down in schools. You're still paying them, but send them down. And if they see you froze, yeah. they may not want to do it. But if you fire them, you may have to pay them because your contract might say, hey, if you fire me, you have to pay me all my remuneration. So if you want them out of the position, you, know, you, you use the, the guys to say, listen, I'm going to demote you, put you down to be in the under-19. And then... You may say on your own accord, I, 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 I'm going to look a job, and when I get a job, get a job, I'll just say bye bye to you. Then you would have to come up with that remainder of the contract. But his contract goes up, it's up the end of March or somewhere thereabouts, and perhaps at the time you'll have no, no other. Other alternative, but to let them go because I feel that not only Simmons, Simmons and the assistant coach should all and the batting coach as well should go, and also the, the director of cricket because he's responsible for hiring and firing these people. Why are you retaining them and they're failing? You have to use your position. You may sometimes you have to make a decision, even though it's not favorable. You gotta do what you have to do. I would I would take that step. Because definitely they're not. England did what? England did, did some changes. They, they may not up to the great standard, but they are doing exactly much better because folks see when hey listen, we are not making jokes. We are we want to win this tournament. And England have made some changes. And look as if it's working them out. Strokes so, so, so have Finish with the with the, the ODI format and just sticking with the test matches and the the T20s. So we'll see what happens. So Western is is in a precarious position. But if you if you fire Puran, if you fire the coach, if you fire the assistant coach, who are you going to bring in to replace them? Well, tell me again. I, I would, I, I would say that as far as the captaincy is concerned, I'm not saying we'll fire Oran completely because I suspect that his performance, his performance failure, is due now to the fact that he has the captaincy on his shoulder, and he is not in a position to um, to really focus on his own personal performances. Um, so. We have other other players there who may be capable of uh, handling that situation, and uh, they should be considered. Uh, as far as um, the, the coaching and the um, contracts, obviously contracts in future should make sure there is a, a clause which says performance is being measured, and if you fail to perform, meaning if the club fail to advance, the players fail to grow, then that will be seen as a sign that uh, the coaching staff is not doing their job. And therefore, you should be at liberty to ask them to um, take a hike. 
But uh, we have, yeah, we have two, two. But but before you do that, you know, moving, moving um, Coach Simmons and replacing him with Desi Haynes as the head coach, and as the yes, as the head coach, wouldn't cause the West Indies to spend more money, because you're going to demote, you're going to demote him and put him down on the 19, or somewhere else, still going to get the same payment. But let's hear what Jatin has to say. Jatin, good evening to you. I'm sure you're smiling your way from ear to ear in their full one out of their bag. And Cooley was out of this world. What we were talking about, the West Indies, what is the solution? Can you come in and tell us your thoughts? Yes, good evening, everyone, first of all. Good evening. And I hear a lot of things about West Indies, but uh, this will demand a wholesale change. Yes, yes. It's not yes. about just player, it's not about team, it's not about administration, it's not about coaching staff. Looks like they are up for the wholesale change. If you don't, then here and there, we call it, minor fixes will not work. That doesn't change the system. And whatever the day we are seeing as a fan for Picket West Indies, this is not something happened overnight. This has been in a cooker for the last 10 years, and now we came to the final moment. So it has been degraded by different way. That includes the leadership on the field. And now it's, uh, you can see that everything has been, looks like nothing in a proper place. Thing is disorganized. So it's uh, unfortunate that the administration, management, and coaches may be trying hard, but it's not good enough because the people look at the performances based on the outcome. They don't care about what your reports are. And if I can say it's a common terms, if you see this kind of horrible performance, especially in U.S., in professional sport, when the team go down like that crazy, they normally replace the coaches or players, something. There is an immediate action. And over here, I just uh, got the what I believe this morning, that the West Indies team is coming back home, and they'll be paying that uh, Super 50 regional. Mm-hmm. But the point is, how soon, how quickly the board administration selectors, where there's a power or authority, how quickly they are getting in to, to fix the problem. There is no time to investigate what exactly happened or why it happened. We see the outcome, and this is what uh, India did. It. In two years, if you look at it, India was in a rebuilding process, and some of the things they lose, but they don't care because they openly say it. We are working for the major goal. <clears throat> so over here, it looks like two things needed. I will say wholesale change, not just one corner. And then we need to have a good planning what we need to get it done in a certain time and how we're going to get there or how we're going to achieve that. That is more important. But you know they have a tour coming up against Australia. They're going to have two, two, two test matches to be played. Starting November the 30th, 
Another one starts on the 8th of December. So they have to prepare prayers and select their squads, have their coaching and management personnel in place before they, 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 they kick, off, kick off. So we don't know what they'll do. But you heard from Coach Jatin. Have you have anything to say, Dennis, on his suggestion? We all agree that there should be a wholesale change. Do, yes, do you agree? I, yes, I, I, I think in my own way I've been hinting at the same thing that uh, I heard Coach J. Tim has, has suggested, and uh, I, I wholeheartedly agree that uh, things have not been good because I, I, one year ago I was saying the same things about what the performance was like when we failed in the Super 12 of the T2021 uh, T20 World Cup. And in that one year, we've had tours to Bangladesh, we've had tours to um, Pakistan and possibly India. We've played our own domestic tournament. We've had Australia gone in. Um, we had Ireland go in. We've had England go in all in that course of that year and we come back a year later and there is no visible sign of any progress as far as West Indian cricket is concerned for T20. So what have our players been learning or doing, practicing between October 2021 and October 2022? What has our management been learning? What has our coaches been focused on? It is quite clear that, you know, everyone is focused on their own little slice of the um, what needs to be done. And none of them, A, working together, B, have been able to make any progress. So, yes, I agree with Coach Jatin's uh, observation mm-hmm. because it's, you know, Back to Julian. West Indies has got to do an overhaul. And I, my feeling is that they should... I don't know how they're going to do this, settle. They need financing. Playing cricket in the West Indies is not expensive. It's more expensive than playing cricket elsewhere. They need financing. And they need a development program in place. I don't think we have a development. Do you know they have any development courses in the Western Institutions? What they, what, I what believe is they have for the, I believe they have for under 19. And yes, they agreed yes, some of the stuff for the men. But I'm not sure what kind of long-term uh, development goals they have. You know, mm-hmm. they have this thing like a preparation, season preparation, World Cup preparation, like that. But we need this one here. We yeah. need to get serious and look into much more than what we have. Do we have. Because mm-hmm. whatever is happening right now or what they are doing in the last 10, 15 years is not good enough. Not good enough. And they also need better facilities now. That's going to fall under not having enough finances, finance to to finances to, to, to fund and develop these things. Just as my little this is, way this of is I like to give you insight. This is I like to give you something hint to you. 
We lately hear lots from the people, I call it nonsense, infrastructure, facilities, blah, 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 and the funding. What happens if I give you everything? Still not going to work. What we're talking here, if you look at your back home where the streets are not changed, Mm-hmm. The legal rules are not changed. Same police officers are trafficking and patrolling those intersections. It does not matter whether you drive Ferrari or Limo. Is it going to change? No. But we are going to get What they need is basically is not about looking at higher facility, high quality, all this stuff. It is not good enough. All you need to do is get the most out of existing system. Don't forget, when the West Indies has a glory in 1780s, you talk to those seniors and the people who were involved in the cricket at that time and ask them what facilities they had, what the funding they had. Yeah, right, agreed. Then why we are asking so many things? It's not the same like no. Before time, the cost of going from Sinkit to Antigua, I paid $68. Today is in the hundred. The cost of keeping... Wait, wait, Dennis, let me finish. The cost of taking care of a youngster coming over from one of the small islands, even monstrous. Nobody putting you up anymore. You got to pay for that. I, I'm not saying that everybody must give them money. They must do something to help themselves, to raise funds, to buy these things, and then put in place a development program that you know you should be going to a test match and don't know how to to defend. You should be you should be able to know how to to hit a to hook and where to hook and when to hook. You should be able when to leave alone deliveries that that are close to you or some cover you or some and leave them. You, there are certain things you you you, you need financing for. Nobody's giving you for, for free anymore. ICC is giving you what they, they could, but West Indies cricket because we are divided by water needs funding, and they have to help themselves too. I'm not saying it must be must come from over abroad. Do fundraising. When last year here, West Indies have, have did any fundraising to develop the cricket. Nobody is doing because they themselves, the management aren't paid. But they are given money when they travel, uh, per diem and things like these. So it needs funding. Needs funding. So go ahead. Pick, pick, it, pick it up. Can I, can I have something <laughs> quick here, Leon? Yeah. I can mm-hmm. give you the best example. I know you're coming from Antigua, small island, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Look at your own history. Here is where I want to say, please, don't talk too much as a fan. Think about it. Antigua Island give a fast, fast bowling legend like Andy Roberts from nowhere, without any facilities, without any coaching, without any mm-hmm. infrastructure. You will agree with me, 100% on mm-hmm. that. Yeah, you got to be with Charles, right? And now here's the point. Now here's the point. Here's a good point for you. Brian Lara scored those big 
scores on that old uh, ground by the middle of market. I forgot the name, but it was like discontinued. And they built this brand new, I believe, $140 million Vivian Richards Stadium, right? Little bit out of uh, city area. It got a nice facility and everything. Then my question is, in just St. John Antigua, you got a nice stadium, nice facility, you got everything. But how many Andy Roberts and Vivian Richards be producing from Antigua now? Well, let me, let, me, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. When Andy Roberts and Sir Viv, Sir Andy and Sir Viv went, there was what we call the Voluntary Coaching Committee. I served on the committee. I helped Pat White and others to raise funds to take them to England. The government didn't have the funding. We, we did it. We begged for, for funding and helped them to get him to England, to Algova Coaching Clinic. So I was there. The Chinese built the stadium for Saviv. The funding didn't come from the Caribbean. It's the Chinese, the government of Antigua got the funding by, by asking the Chinese to do it on, on a loan. That's how that was built. It's not anybody. I'm saying the associations in Antigua should be able to raise some funds for themselves. You can't depend on everybody to, to do that. Leon, I think yes. that the point, you know, we, your point is, is at, okay. Leon, your, your, your point is acknowledged regarding the need for funds. But I think um, Jatin put his finger on the button when he pointed out that uh, produced in the past, West Indies have produced players of high quality and caliber. And you know, it's been at least 10 years since the West Indies have started the CPL. Yes, what have we gained from 10 years of playing T20 cricket in the Caribbean? If we cannot... Let me, let me just fill you in with something new, too, because the Four Knights Academy should have been started long ago. You know why it's not started? They lack funding. People promised to help them establish that facility, and he wasn't able to get off the ground. Well, folks, let's be, be with me a while, because we have someone call, coming in from 954-733. Hands are up. Uh, caller, you're on. Yeah, it's me. You call, you call me and you drop me. Oh, you have a new phone. No, 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 no. I'm calling from somebody else's phone. You call me and you drop me. Several times right, we, we called you. We did not. We tried to get you in. Yeah, so, I, did, I did not get hooked up. I did not hear nothing, and then the callers dropped. Oh, okay. Well, you call me back well, you're, you're on now. So, no, I'm, I no, got to no. give up this phone, so you got to call me back on my phone. Okay. We, okay. We'll bring you in. Okay, we'll try and get right. you back in. So, JT, your right. point is taken, what I'm saying, for more money is needed. And what I'm saying also is that we as association has to raise help ourselves. Right now, this four-night academy, Sir Viv, Sir Andy, and Sir Dr. Dr. Richardson, and Sir Kirtley, they're ready to go. 
but because of funding. So come on in again. Virgil is back in with us. Yes, let's see if he's, he's able to come in. Virgil, you're in. Why you turn your volume up, Virgil? Okay, uh, Dennis, you're on. Okay. Yes, Leon, I was saying we I was mm. calling Virgil, but he, he, his number comes up on the board, but he hasn't picked up yet. Yeah. So we can see him on the board, but he has not picked up for some reason. So I will um, let you... He's he, he dropped again. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. He's yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. So go ahead. Yeah, Leon. You know, a lot. Of, yes, I accept that that uh, fundraising is important. But the point I'm making, Leon, is that we there must be facilities and funds available somewhere if the West Indies can have CPL for ten years in the past ten years playing in the island. So obviously the facilities there, the players are there. Players are playing T20 for 10 years, yet we go to the T20 World Cup, and it's as if we're only just learning this game. So what have we been doing in the past 10 years? Each CPL franchise has a coach and managers and so on. What are they imparting to the players in their franchise. And why is it out of what? Uh, eight, six or six or seven franchises we have? Why mm-hmm. is it we are unable to find 15 players who have grown in those 10 years in their ability and their um, approach to the game to be able to go and associate countries or countries just coming into um, regular uh, membership and give them a good game. In fact, we are always being, I mean, we struggled to beat even the United Arab Emirates, and that's not to throw sand at them. It's the fact of the matter is, for all the years of experience West Indies have, we should be able to at least give a decent um game when we play the other teams just coming into the you know the big 12 if we might call it that you know the, the test playing nation we just does not seem to be, there's something very very wrong with what is going on at within West Indies cricket and it needs to be fixed and fixed in a hurry back to you Leon yeah, okay. I know that Jake, Jake, you want to come in now. Donna want to come in. Donna, you want to come in? Any? Hello. Yeah, are you, do you want to come in? And yes. Um, I was thinking about sucking everybody in the West Indies lineup. Everybody right. from Captain Cook. And <laughs> there's a coach there by the name of Phil Simmons. I know coaches right. like to be on the sidelines and getting animated and so I've never seen a man get a perfect crease yet. Even right. to get animated uh, to cheer on these guys. Have you ever seen him? I know. For me, he just I, I, in the dugout just I because I'm I've seen his name, the, the mic one, 
last week. Oh, this week, right? The day, two days ago? I saw him next I to the I think everybody got to go. They need yeah. revamping. You, you all realize West Indies back at the associate level? Yes. See? That's how far <laughs> we've sunk, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's right, Donna. You've got it. You've got yeah, it. Right. That's right. That's so we, yeah. ha- we come last in our group, you know. Yeah. Indeed. Oh, we we With a negative net run rate, you know. Yeah. We are at the lowest ebb, and this is mm-hmm. disgraceful. It and is. everybody was talking about the two-time champion exiting in the first round. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. disgraceful. Yeah, yeah. 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 you're right. And that's, that's my and point, Donna. What have we learned? We've been playing... CPL T20 cricket. Yeah, but but you but you know something, something uh-huh. is wrong in choosing our uh, selecting our team, because half of those guys on that team had no reason to be on that team. They didn't get there by merit. I don't know how some of them got there, because the captain and vice captain they would not have been in my team because they have not performed for the whole year and maybe more. Yeah, we got a lot to choose. Select people on merit. And it's about time. Yeah. And the other thing I need to say is that when Leeward Island's players were in the mm-hmm. West Indies team, that's when we rose to ascendancy. So and we Jenna, I was better go back to the drawing board and go see if we could mm-hmm. get back some Leeward Island fellas inside there. And but we Jenna, keep ignoring them. Remember now, Leeward Island's Tournament used to be one of the real, the grounds for promoting the players from the the smaller islands. A hundred years yes. tournament has just gone, hasn't been run for maybe five to ten, six years, seven years. No tournament. They have not been yes. able to produce players like we have now. No, so we have not. Yeah, we, yeah we, we, we we need to do something better. We really do. Yes. I don't know. This is really disgraceful. And we are the talk of the whole world. Yeah. We are the talk of the whole world. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. We, mm-hmm. we got we, we to gotta do something. And you know, some of those fellas as well, they, they need disciplining, you know. We need to put a strong discipline. Send a strong, strong statement to them. Because yes, some of the things I see them do. Can we just bring this caller to it? Yeah, this is, this is me again. I'm not answering my other phone no more, but I, I think somebody has me on mute when they call me. No, 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 Because when the call comes in, I cannot hear nothing. And it stays on for about 30 seconds, and then the phone does hang up. So I'm, li- I'm on this phone now. Just borrow somebody's phone. So I'm on this phone now. Talk to him, Dennis. Well, uh, you know, I mean, for Virgil, yeah, we've, we've been trying. We've been trying. We've brought you in, and we've seen you there on the board, but for some reason we're not hearing you respond to us. So no, no, because what, what, whatever it is, I can't hear nothing. So something, something, whatever you guys do, something is not connecting up to me. No, so no, I can't no, hear nothing. No, no. Phone ring, I answer it, no. and there's no. nothing. No, let me stop you there. We have no oh. way of calling you and blocking you. You have to come yeah. in first. Okay. 
And we, we call you anyway, because we try to in. All right, so let, let's hear from Jason again. Jason, don't agree with you, but make your point. Well, Jason is probably uh, muted. Yeah, what is that again? Yeah, yeah. I, I was saying I didn't agree with you, but continue to make your point. You still have some more to say. No, I'm done. Oh, talk yeah. about that question is, is like overall change needed now is not just help the minor fixes, you know, it's going nowhere. All right. Well, 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 what is the solution? What would be the solution? Because, you know, we have to, we want changes, but we have to have a solution to fix it. So if Western is going to be here, you may not be the, at the same level. Do you think that Western is just suspend main playing the white ball cricket or suspend playing the shorter format? And well, that alone. is the one direction. That is the one direction they must come out with the, some discipline matters in terms of giving this NOC so these all players can play everywhere at their will. Because when it comes to the West Indies team, their commitment either is not there or most of them don't want to play anymore now. And now I can tell you, this particular damage, the exit from this last uh, this World Cup last weekend, it's going to go crazy because now more players will be in a discomfort. Let me use the word clearly. Because they feel like if I be a part of this team, my performance will go down there because my name will be added to that too. Right? It's uh, already started. And uh, what I see, there is a huge issue for the leadership on the field. And it started not just because Puran appointed captain. Don't rush into that conclusion yet. This leadership problem has been started the day they gave it to the Jason Holder. After that, you change it. You bring the bar weight, some other options, and now you're changing again. And what is happening here now? Team is not getting united on the field. Because some people in the team still think they can be a better leader. Some senior may think, I could have been better choice. The new leader thinks, I can handle all those. But look at the team performance and the body language on the field. Especially when the team is in fielding, you notice yourself. It's all about how you enjoy your performance and success as well as others' performance for the team success. And that is the missing component right now. They have to come out with a unit. That is their biggest challenge. Now, when you say how you change it, <coughs> that depends on three things. Number one, top to bottom, up to the players on the field, on administration, coaching everywhere, in the right people. That's number one. 
Number two, you got to have a good plan and make sure that everybody understands this is the team plan and we got to work on it. And the third biggest challenge with West Indies, I don't think they can do anything on that side, is the budget. So if you include all, I'm not expecting the overhaul or major change. It will be some minor touch-up here and there, and we're going to keep continue this show, the way they are performing. Okay. Any comment from you? We're talking about... Yeah, plen- yeah plenty. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. We, need, we, need, we need to stop discriminating against each other. That's what we're doing in the Caribbean. Most of these bigger countries think the smaller country is beneath them. You can see, you remember when Div Richards get captaincy, what happened? Some guys did not want to play. If we don't really? get rid of the discrimination of our own players and our own from different countries, we're not going to stop having this problem. First of all, last, they discriminated against Rackin Cornwall. I can tell you that flat out. That's what they did to him. Okay? But it's been going on for a long time. And if we don't stop there, and we have to get rid of this foolishness, what everybody's talking about fitness, because nobody can explain to me what do you call fitness? Because you have 300-pound football players, and you don't tell me they're no fit. And if you take a cricketer that you call fit and tell him to do a 26-mile marathon, I guarantee you he won't reach half of the way. So if you tell me he's fit to play cricket, but he's not fit to do that. The, what we want, we want cricketers who love the game, who want to play for their country, and... Who wants to just dominate the game? We don't have that in West Indies Square. Well, I can't say that because I know one. But most of these guys just want to go out there, look pretty, come off of the field. They don't practice because if you don't practice a lot, you can't improve on your game. Shander Paul is the only one I think practiced for West Indies for the last how many years. And I believe that he bowl, buy a own bowlage cage to, 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 to bone his machine to practice him. Right? Most of these guys, I don't want to go, party, party, party. They don't care because they're making money, and they don't care. They don't want to hear nothing from no coach or whatever. Before times, when we used to go to school, there was nobody out there coaching us. There was no physical uh, exercise we was doing to play cricket. Guys just go out there and play hard. So all of a sudden now, everybody talking about fitness, fitness. What happened to all those other guys before? Were you telling me they wasn't fit? They wasn't doing nothing different because from school, playing the cricket, you gone home. Or when this other, the, 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 the other competition and playing, these guys does not do no exercise. They just go and practice and you get wickets and you make runs and you go and play on to another league or the Paris League and then you go on to something else. I mean, you play for Antigua or you play for Jamaica, you play whatever. There is not such a boat about all this fitness, fitness. So when everybody coming down to about these guys don't fit. These guys don't fit. Okay, you can't take all of them to um, to the World Cup. And now you're saying the guy doesn't fit. So I don't understand what people call fitness. You need guys that are dedicated to the game, and these guys are not. They, they don't willing to play for the country. Remember Bravo said one time, Mumbai Indian is his first pick, then Trinidad and then West Indies. 
You tell me which Indian in the world will call another country his first pick. So the, it just to show the dedicate these guys are dedicated to their country, and they will ne- they only will kill themselves when they go on to play for the franchise cricket. They'll try to give everything because you know something. If they don't perform two times, yeah. somebody else come in. So they will do that. But when it comes to their country, no. So let me start talking about this fitness because if you get all of them fit and put them out according to what you call fitness, because I don't know what fitness is, according to what you call fitness, they go out there and do the same thing. You need to get guys that will play for your country and die hard players. And when these guys want to play for their country, and not these guys that will come in, in and out, you give them a chance to play. The select them, just destroy West in this game, and the coach them, whatever they got, they destroy West in this game. Because I'm going to die talking about what they did to Cornwall. Because you play a T20, now we get what we deserve. That is what we go over to play. We go over to play fitness. And this is what fitness gives to us. We get fit on a plane back home. I don't know how much it takes, what, 24, 30-something hours. I hope they're fit enough to sit on the plane without and get a cramp. Because that is what we go over to do, and that is what we deserve. We have to stop this thing and play the guys with them. Like Ivor said, horses for courses. You have the T20. You have people who can, especially open back, who can give you that start for your want. You refuse to take him. And here, who knock us out of the World Cup? The, the, the Super 12. One of the same big guy that people said is not fit. So, um, from, from Ireland. What, uh, what, what's his name again? Sterling. I can't remember his name. Um, Sterling. 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 Sterling is big. He shot. Rakim is bigger than him. And what? He put an ass whipping on us. We deserve it because you know something? He's not fit. Like... Our guys. So it's to show you, it's not the fitness that gives you the win. It's the runs and the wicket that you can go there and play, and that is what will give you win every single day. And I prefer somebody who's going to give the runs and wicket, and it's foolishness that everybody coming up and talking about fitness, 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 because we go over there with all the fitness guys that we can't reach no way. They can't, the fitness guys with them can't make no run. So... I don't know what next you guys want to do, but I need guys who will play for West Indies and who will give us runs and give us wicket. A brilliant, we have a bowler who can bat even in the final. You seen the final of the Barbados game? They did not bowl this. The semi-final, he made, what, 90-something and get two wickets. The final, they did not bowl this guy one ball. The, the same person who bowled, 40-something, 30-something overs for West Indies. Cannot even bowl a ball in the final. So you telling me this is what we want. We don't want all this stuff. We need this discrimination to stop against the players because that's what they did to him. They did not want him to perform because if he had performed with the ball, everybody would have cried for him to go to the World Cup, which everybody is doing now still, even though it's gone. And if we don't stop this, we're not going to reach nowhere. This big Ireland, big country stuff, okay, big country stuff against this wild one, this thing got to stop. And if we don't stop, we play the people who want to play, play the people who give us enough runs and wicked. Don't look on their size or whatever. And 
we we will have something, but if we don't stop that, I mean, the the selector goes there and they, they, they change the whole board because I remember I said one day, if the whole board change, it's the same problem you're going to have with West Indies. You remember Chris Gale when they went to England to leave out Chris Gale because they said Chris Gale was sick. Chris Gale went down to Australia and then he went on the way the, the, the radio in Jamaica and was cursing everybody from the coach. Come down. Who is the coach? The coach did not make more runs than him. The coach came back better than him. The coach came for this more than him. And this is what we get. And nobody punished these guys to get up and say these kind of things. Because these guys think they're above the law. They can do anything they want because what? I'm making more money than you, so you can't talk to me. All right, see. I want to have a you have a better, a better team. Anybody else want but to come in? On the bottom line, I'm not sorry for the West Indies. I was happy that they get kicked out because of what they did to this young man. I'm serious. It's a yeah. lot of people put down this young man when this young man gave his heart, gave his heart and his soul for cricket. More than all the other money on the ones in them that just want to play whenever. And doing all this thing, what more performance do you want from this young man to do to play for West Indies? Because the others don't have to, just like, you see, when you talk about the smaller, island, the smaller island, they have to be twice as better as the guys from the bigger island from a long time ago. And now this youngster has to be like three or four times, do something out of the way, then the world talk about him, and then we pick him. When he goes to Bangladesh, and I hope he performs because he get a contract. I was saying, if he get a contract in the IPL, and I believe he's going to get a contract in the IPL, he already get one in Bangladesh. Okay, the Bangladesh Premier League coming up. And once he performs in that league, and I hope that he doesn't, he performs in the league, all of a sudden, West Indies is going to want to put this guy, okay, oh, we want you, we want you. Which is like, what, you, you, you just destroy him from a World Cup. Probably, who knows, we could have been far away in the World Cup. You never know what will happen. But give the youngster, you don't even take him over, give the youngster a chance. And you just want to destroy him. But somebody else see him, somebody else pick him up, and I thank because what they do, they see what we cannot see. The, the, the Bangladesh Premier League see something that West Indies selectors, coaches, everybody could not see in this young man. And the same thing, I'm guaranteeing you know, the same thing, somebody from the IPL is going to see the same thing that we could not see. Because you know something? They want to win. Everybody wants to win that competition. And if this guy can give you a 50 or 60 or 40 in a certain amount of time and the other guy just come on and you can win your game, that is what they want. And that is what we should have won, but we didn't want that. We, didn't, we see it from the Barbados team. I believe Barbados could have won the game. I believe Barbados fell out that game because it's by, 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 by not even bowling everybody except Cornwall. And he out get wicked more than time more. So I think it's a spirit. Burgess, you may huh? relieve the spirit. I said it may relieve your spirit. A little birdie whispered in my ear that Cornwall is going to Australia with the West in his test team. I might yeah, be wrong. Play, yeah, no, I believe he will play with testing, but the thing about it, look what he do in the T twenty. T twenty you want runs. You don't want you have other guys that are not giving you runs, you want runs in the T twenty. No matter where runs come from, you want runs and wickets. And he's not just a ball, Sterling. Sterling can do one thing. He can back. He don't ball. He don't he can't run neither. And let me say something too. West in this team before. Ghana. You ever see Ghana run on the ball? Ghana see one place is in Gully. 
the captain cried like fleel in slips. So if it was no yo-yo test as what people were talking about at the fitness, then guys wouldn't be playing for West Indies. Ghana have a job to do with the ball. But wait, brilliantly. I remember seeing Clive Lodge in the covers. Yeah, but what I'm saying, they don't run. As I'm saying, they don't run just like Chris Gale. Chris Gale couldn't run nowhere. Chris Gale couldn't run, but he gave you runs. That is my point. Right. This guy, he has got Michael Holden. Yeah, Michael Holden yeah. could have run down anybody, run all over the field. Mm. Chris I Gale couldn't do that. Clive Lodge couldn't run know, like Michael Holden. Yeah, yes, Virgil, we hear you. We hear you. That's your point. Yeah. So we're going to move on. Anyone else want to say anything before we move on? Thank you for your contribution. Anybody else want to say anything on this topic? Let's move on then. We're going to turn our attention to the the Super uh, 12. The, the Super 12 has been decided. And of course, we learn about the the teams. Well, Pakistan played India today, which was a, a marvelous match. And I, in my book, one of the best matches I've ever seen. Went down to the wire. Pakistan scored 158 for 8. India replied with 160 for six. A marvelous knock by Kohli. He scored a magnificent, was 70, 70 odds, or 82, 82 from 53 deliveries. I think that was it. But he, yes, from 53 deliveries, including um, uh, six fours and four sixes. Dennis, you want to come in? Well, um, yes, yes, Leon. Um, this match between India and Pakistan certainly almost as if it could be the highlight of the uh, T20 World Cup 2022. And if we are fortunate enough to get these two teams in the final, I'm not sure if we can contain the level of enthusiasm and really taking the skill and abilities and the determination of the players from these two teams, India and Pakistan. Here they were playing in a stadium in front of 90 plus thousand people. The noise was excruciating. Um, there was a point in time when there was an appeal for a leg before wicket. And the crowd that had been making noise all night, once that appeal had gone up to the DRS system, 90,000 people held their breath to the point where you could almost hear a pin drop. Everyone was so focused on getting, hearing the results, seeing the results of that appeal or leg before wicket. Once the result was given by DRS, the noise, the decibel level rose once again. India and Pakistan has something that I'm not sure any other two international team has that they do for T20 cricket what I think an English FA Cup final probably do in soccer. It brings people out and they're happy to get there. They're happy to be part of it. 
and I think it is a good thing for cricket. We need to see other clubs, other international teams rise to the level of India and Pakistan when they are, are you know, pitched together to play in these games. But I will leave it at that for now. Let somebody else get in, but I can come back in later on with some more contribution. Thank you. Jaitin, there are two particular incidents would happen today. That remarkable shot by Kohli. He said it went against the laws of gravity. That pull hook by Kohli for six off of the pacer. And then there was an incident where there was a free hit and the ball bounced off the stumps, break the short stumps, and went down and the Indians ran three runs. Can you just walk us through and tell us your views on both incidents? Yes, on the free hit, on the free hit, I will say, I posted the very lengthy instruction, means the detail, how they end up with the giving by, because it is not from the law book of MCC. It's from the playing condition. Nowadays, whether it's a World Cup or you playing any T20 tournament or you any regional tournament, all these tournaments, the base is always MCC laws. But there is an amendment always possible. They try to insert those things under playing conditions. And that is the reason New Zealand was knocked out in a final with those four extra runs. And even they went on to that uh, tiebreaker over where they lose the advantage based on who has hit number of boundaries like that. So that was a part of the playing condition. It's not a rule. Over here is the rule is the same because the first thing we have to understand in a free hit is the only way to get out, it's a run out. Or you are obstructing a field while you're running. Those are the only two ways you can get out. Anything else, the ball stays live. Now the dead ball situation. In other circumstances, if the ball is a legal delivery, it can be a dead ball as soon as it hits the stumps, which is correct. But this is not a normal delivery. It is a free hit. What it means, even if the stumps are reflected, People can run for it. Just like your throws, <clears throat> whatever you throw, and the batsmen are running, and the batter got into the crease, but ball, <coughs> ball hitting stumps and it reflected, you running for the overthrow. So this is what it's happened here. As soon as it hits the stumps, it is a free hit, means it does not consider as a ball. Somebody should have picked up that ball immediately. And when you don't, they can run for it. So in other words, this is like overthrow situation. But the initial was not by contact by the bat or the pad. If it is a pad, it should have been leg, uh, what you call leg bite. If it is a bat, it's their score. But it did not, so they end up with the bye. Going on that one shot, uh, I think I talked earlier on. 
this afternoon yes. this is the completely a different business when the virat kohli short lifting rising ball and pulling over long gone if you look at it it's a very hard to explain but it has something happened where he has trained himself to take care of these shots otherwise you normally see the all batsmen the delivery when the shots lifting going up they normally go for the point or third man and he came out to put the ball top of the ballers going in a back it's a hard to believe but there is a i can tell you the simplest way the coaching uh, terminology is a different to explain this sort but for a fan perspective i can say until now we used to see the batsman can hit the ball with the arm plus bonus banded elbow plus bonus you add the wrist now there is a fourth function is happening between the two hand he looked and the block the upper hand but he pushed it from the bottom hand and virat kohli does play a lot of bottom hand shots but this is the new one and all i can say at the moment he is carrying over the form he has since he returned in asia cup and the way he scored in asia cup he is going to keep continue and with the performance today on the melbourne cricket ground all we expect is virat kohli will be the most dangerous batsman in this world cup does not yeah. matter who is bowling against him all right so they said a shot defies the laws of gravity virgil what say you well i told today you game, well, yeah today game um my team lose but is one of the most um fascinating game i ever watched the best game this will be the game of the tournament cuz there is no other game is going to be played like this one so i get my final today and i lose my final because that is the final for me right i mean that game i don't even know what to say about that game it, it was so brilliant that um coley played a wonderful game believe you he played a batman in it you see when um pandey came came into the wicket to battle also he take his time he doesn't just didn't just go at ball like that because the feel is big right so is that like a normal key where the player when you're 65 meters and the ball has gone over the top and he wait until he get his chance and see the ball that hit and then he go these guys played one of the best cricket t20 i think i ever see for a very very long time and i glad I, 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 i'm like i'm not happy to see the way how cool he played his innings today that is what i like to see in 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 back in in batman and as i said my team lose i wanted pakistan to win but i get a game that i could not i mean it was whoever win that game it came out to the, the last ball and it was just the most brilliant game for the world cup because you would not have another one like this and i mean i could not said and another thing too this is to show when you say you want to extend cricket make cricket play all over the world these are the kind of game because it's like a big rivalry between these two countries like australia and england when they play it's so high pop the ashes this is what you want to call play cricket that's why i'm saying all the time the government 
I won't call a name now, but the government of that country need to get out of the cricket and let these, even though these people have to play somewhere else, let these people play the cricket. Because all these guys know each other and they talk to each other. It's just this government have the foolishness that messing up the cricket. And we need to get them away from the cricket and let the cricket board run their cricket so we can have good cricket. Because... Those two countries, the only time these two countries come together is by playing cricket. And you don't hear the disturbance. And that is what we want for cricket because they like to have that competition between both of them. And the government is stopping them from doing that. Only once in a while they meet and that's supposed to happen. Because we want to extend cricket all over. We want it to be the number one watch sport. And for you to have a number one watch sport, the other country to play. These two countries have to be playing test match one day, just like how everybody else, everybody else is going to play everybody else. It has to happen and let the cricket, because as they said, it's a gentleman, they said it's a gentleman sport, and it keep on being that way, because there's no war between this one and that one with the game, and we need to see more of that. And I'm happy for that game today, because if I don't see no more of the World Cup, believe you, that one is mine, because it was a brilliant Brilliant, brilliant game today. Yes, let's welcome Simon. Simon, welcome. We're going to ask you to bypass your... your and a very good evening to you, Mr. President. And I'll also pass on greetings to Dennis, Cardinal, and Audley, Virgil. I've heard you there. Mr. Patel, I did her. I haven't heard from Jetna. hope she's with us. I for Henry, Mr. McKenzie, and all our faithful listeners who listen to us every Sunday all over the world and follow this great game of cricket. As my granddaughter said, Papi, the only game you know is cricket. <laughs> so I hope everyone is well. Everyone keeps safe. And uh, Mr. McKenzie says, Senor Chris, and be safe. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much, Simon. Did you hear me, though? I'm going to ask you to bypass your question today because we have much to cover. Uh, okay, that's fine you're... with me. That is fine with me. No, no, flexible. Mm-hmm. You're taking the India, India, Pakistan match. Pakistan. Oh yes, um, that game was one of the most exciting games I have seen so far. And in your lifetime, right? Yes, I yeah, it was so nail biting. <laughs> but one thing I saw is that both teams had a bad start, eh? And to me, Pakistan had India in a worse position than what India had them in at the start of that game. But somehow, I don't think Baba utilized his bowlers um, to the best of the ability to contain those runs. I would not have used, what do you call the name, Nawaz for the final over. I would have bowled. Nazim, I think that's his name. He was bowling. He, he was bowling very good. That fellow. I would have hold him back for that twentieth over. But in his comments, he was there saying that well, he was trying to use his best bowlers up front to get the wicket. But you weren't getting the wicket. There was a hundred partnership. But so you try to see how much how best you could leave for the end for the death overs. And that's where he, he, he made his mistake. But Pakistan had a game in his hand, in the hand. Yes, yes, I And agree. somewhere along the line, they let it slip. 
because to get 60 of the last five was not easy task. Nope. nope. Mm-hmm. It wasn't an easy task, but somehow the they, they, they 18th and the 19th over, was they were very costly, and they cost that game. I expected, what's his name, the Afridi to bowl a better 19th over. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Pressure, 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 pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was pressure. Maybe and you, in those kind of games, you got you to gotta hold the nerves. But yes. Yes. I don't know. To me, Pakistan had a game in their hand, but somehow oh, yes. the utilization yes. of the bowlers, I think, is what cost them. And that's and, my opinion. And, and when you discuss the, the, the one out already, I had to contact Ivor to ask him about the the same free hit ball because I, I wasn't sure what was going on. So he clarified yeah. it for me already with with, with, with the free hit ball. And you yeah, see, yeah. fellow was making a lot of mistakes in the last over. Wide and no ball, you see? I don't yes, know. Pressure that's, probably. That's a fact. The, the wide. Pressure. Pressure. Yeah. yeah. Anybody else? Uh, okay, that's my take. You have any follow-up? I want to pitch this to uh, Coach Jatin. I mean, Donna's made some excellent points and observations because I, I watched the game, obviously, and, uh, yeah, I came to the same conclusion that uh, Donna has made. So, I, you know, kudos to Donna. Um, uh, but, Coach, I wanted to ask, what about the idea, Noah, that last over, he bowled, too crucial. He's a slow bowler. He's not a medium pacer. He bowled two wides. He had a no ball, and he literally threw a ball onto the bat of Virat for that six. What was it? Just the pressure of doing it, or was there more to this, Coach? Yes, I was here in in situation like this. They had a good plan, but it did not go well, we can say, okay? Uh, if you look at the balling plan they had, the choice they had was to take Saina Fridi for the last over. Mm-hmm. The second the choice they were looking at was the Rouse another medium pace baller who took the two wickets. Yes. And then by the time the 16th over, if you look at the situation when the Hardik Pandya and the Virat Kohli was going on a strong partnership, right? And during that time, the captain used Sain Apridi and he was done for his four overs. Economy of 8.5. At that stage, any captain loved to have extra wicket rather than partnership continue. So he used his main baller right there. And then immediately he uses another baller, Rao, who is the one put those first two wickets as a setback. Like he took the uh, KL Rahul and then he took. Uh, Surya Kumar Yadav. But he also went for two for 36 in a nine overs. And again, Captain tried to use these two main ballers 
who usually give the breaks to the team and did not work. And because of that, he had only third chairs left for today, who was successful at least, until that last over. Because at that point, he had, I think, 24 or 25 runs in three over. And when he tossed the ball, he still took the two wickets in that over. He took the Hardik Pandya. Mm -hmm. He took the Dinesh Karthik. But unfortunately, so very hard to say, when he ended up with that no ball, full toss, and the wide. Now, when you are bowling the last over, these are the deliveries you must avoid. But because of the pressure and the way he has the instruction, you can see, I watched this game live. He has a lot of information coming from uh, at least two players on the field besides the barber. And that is what the confusion started. And I can tell you one thing. The pressure built up because Vera Tully was going strong and he was there at the one end. So there another puzzle was how you keep Virat Kohli away from Starik and not let him score. And that is what they get into. And then the little mistake in a today's world, I will say, if you're smart enough, if you're coaching, you know that. The one little mistake can cost you maximum 13 runs. Consider that ball, Virat Kohli hit for no ball. So you got one run for no ball. You got a six runs because you score under that no ball. And what mm -hmm. happens if you hit the free hit for six? So this little error in a 13 uh, T20 world, I will say, one error of no ball can cost you 13 runs. If you're not smart enough, you should not have bowled that no ball and the wide ball, period. Yep, 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 yep. Anybody else? Greet you entirely. That changed your whole complexion. But just going back to that shot, it was breathtaking. They say it defies the laws of gravity, just like the one with Mayer's cover drive or chip over the covers and yeah, made history. Those two shots are being talked about. Powell. It was Powell, wasn't it? No, no, no. Mayer's. 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 But Powell, Powell is a power hit. But I'm talking about yeah. the, the hit by Mayer's. He came forward and just lifted it over. And people are talking about that particular shot. They say it defies the laws of gravity. That's what the writers say. But Powell hit one of the biggest, the hugest things on a big Melbourne ground. So it, it is a, a tremendous shot in two. But the, the difficulty in playing a shot like what Coley did and what Mays did was unbelievable. Were unbelievable. Anything else? Why don't we look at the... Anybody else? Anything anybody else want? Donna, anybody? You want to follow up with anything that you might have missed? Anybody yes, I um, just wanted to run through the match today with India and Pakistan because I saw that um, um, Virgil very, 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 very excited about that game. So I'd like to know yeah. how it went. Dennis, you have the, the match between... Between... Uh, yeah. 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 Why don't we go? In the meantime, just queue it up. Let me just give um, Simon the result of the match. Day. Pakistan made 100 and... 59 for 8. India replied with 160 
و سیکس بود ام گونه آرش یو تو دو دیس گو باک تو ای دون نو ایف یو کن پول ایت اپ آن دی تی وی بیکاز آن یور سکین بیکاز ایت ایت ا لانگ پروسس رایت اند یو گت مور ایف یو ور تو پول ایت اپ سایمن اند گت دی دیتیلز بیکاز دی لات تو کور سو وات سایم اوکی اوکی سو تایم ایز کامینگ اپ آنس گو اهید دنیس ویت دی ฟาร์คิสนัดฟาร์คิสทำอะไรเขาเดออสเตรเลียนิวซีแลนด์นิวซีแลนด์แมตช์นิวซีแลนด์นิวซีแลนด์ยัสนิวซีแลนด์นี
they are going all the way in this World Cup. Look at the front-line batsmen. The three batsmen at the top being prepared, just like the Brandon McCullum. Even he can step out on any fast ball and come out and hit it. Look that start. They just faced the one ball. Second ball was from the boundary. There's a opening batsman facing the good baller, Michael Stark. And the third baller lofted it over the long run. And you can see that as inning progresses, they attack the baller rather than waiting for it to let it happen. And then you got a mix and match is a Ken Williamson. He is coming not to hit sixes. If you look at his batting style, you will not even notice how many balls he has played or how long he has been wicket. But he will keep continue adding one, two, one, two, one, two, and relieves the pressure by rotating the strike. And at the same time, the other guys are taking the big shots. So that formula can disturb any balling. Because the person as the opening batsman is not about standing out of crease, but when they steps out and challenge uh, those medium pace and fast baller, the whole plan can change. And if they connect those couple of balls and score for the big ones, the momentum goes the other way. Now remember, <coughs> Sri Lanka won the World Cup because of the same style when the Sanajay Surya started hitting ballers in the power play. And that is the huge advantage New Zealand is carrying. And I will not be surprised if we are scoring 200 runs almost every game. Mm-hmm. Yes. Your take? Sorry. I was a while ago. Um, on which one? Okay. Um, New Zealand. New Zealand versus Australia. Australia. Oh, um, um, brilliant game. Brilliant game. Um, I was glad that New Zealand not um, not just beat Australia, um, destroy Australia. That's a good way to put it. They really destroy Australia. And I mean, for what I see how they, these guys play, I mean, they're going. I think that was one of my picks too. New Zealand and Pakistan. They're going a long way. So I think we'll see those two teams in the final for the World Cup. <laughs> I know some people don't like to hear that, but uh, that, that's what I think what's going to happen. I'm just talking a secret. I don't, I don't want certain people to hear. But it was a brilliant game between, um, brilliant game between um, New Zealand, and that's what you like to see in for the T20. You, you need to see runs scoring, and then you can defend it with your bowlers, and then guys yeah. do that, man. Then guys that ball excellently. Especially my left, my, my especially, wait, especially my left-handers bowlers. Can you don't have to see that. All right. Let's head over to Yeah, Jetra, you're on. I know you must be excited. India won a nail-biter today. Did you win any money? Or I know you're not a betting lady. Talk to us. Jackson, now you're on. Okay, let's let's go. A little further north. To Donna, Donna. I'll bring her back in as later. Donna, what's your take? 
Yes. New Zealand and Australia. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I was so happy that Australia gets the leaks. So <laughs> Actually, and that they had the bottom of the table with a negative four point something. That's what it is. I was so happy. But you see that New Zealand here? They missed out in that World Cup a couple of years ago with that yeah, tie with yeah. England. Mm-hmm. I am watching out for New Zealand. I am watching out for them. I'm not going to... I'm going to... A little closer to the end, I'm going to see what pans out. But I was happy that Australia got leaked in their hometown. Exactly in the backyard. That's what. Mm-hmm. I was very happy. It was a good game. And when you see they got bowled out for 111, I was like, man, that was something to see. Yep. You know, <laughs> thank you. You know, you know, my take on that, I, I can't foresee in my life that there would be both Steve Smith. He was on the bench, folks. You guys noticed that? He must have been so badly off-arm. Steve Smith. Steve Smith. Oh, you know who is Steve Smith? Steve Smith. He was on the bench. And for Australia? For Australia? Is, is he Australia? Hmm? Did you you have the scorecard? Yeah, yeah, yeah Smith. Oh, yeah, that's Australia, Steve Smith. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, no, no, I was confirming that that's what you, because I wasn't yes, sure I mean, at the time you said it. You're right, yes. yes, I'm saying that. I don't know why they leave us Steve Smith. And um, from the time Warner fell, I thought it was a freak dismissal to Warner, though, but he's dismissed the importance. He meant to sweep on the ball, ricochet off his pad onto his stumps. I mean, coming off the top of his, his pad onto his stumps. It was a difficult decision, but a diff- not a difficult decision, but a, a freak in my mind. My, 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 unfortunate decision, but, but um, correct. Let me correct. I said that Southie took three wickets, and I wasn't sure. Now I can correct it. Southie did take three wickets for six runs in 2.1 overs. Three wickets for six mm. runs against Australia. That is a very, very credible. Yeah. And that was my other there. point. And then my other yeah. point is that the New Zealanders played some veterans. They still retained some veterans. I thought that the other firepower might have been used, but they had enough equipment to to send Australia back. And Australia being beaten in the backyard is not a light situation. But let's see if Jatna is ready to, to speak with us. Jatna, are you finished eating? Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm here. Good evening, everybody. Yes, yes. Indeed. Uh, good evening good to you, Jatna. Good evening to are you, your family. Excited? Have a are good week excited? and be safe. Yeah, thank you, you so much. Yeah, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll go for New Zealand. <laughs> Are you excited that India won today? And, oh, um, yes. Yeah, definitely. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. How much of your nail did you bite off today? Sorry? How much of your nail did you bite your off? Fingernails. Fingernails. <laughs> oh, did you bite your nails? Fingernails. I know. Yeah. We're so, oh, my God. I know. Um, like the, 
couple of them, maybe I would say. <laughs> Jump, jumping up and down just like Gauska did in, in the video. Somebody uh, sent me the video. <laughs> was, it was a brilliant game, man. One of the most exciting games all over. Yeah. Yeah. any follow-up before we move on? No, no, no. Looking at this today's game, I will say we got new idea. Instead of okay. showing us this batsman and action in the middle of the wicket, I think they need to start live streaming the audience, the fans. <laughs> yes. Because this excitement was <laughs> much more on a sideline and stadium than what we see on the TV. Yes. Because their fans, the mood was changing yep. almost after every ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, this is the only game you can expect with this crowd in this World Cup. It's done. And uh, for India, West, uh, India, Pakistan is always, uh, does not matter what level they play, where they play or why they play. <laughs> it's always bigger game than World Cup. Yes. Yeah. That's why, that's why. That, that's that's how why they imagine. play. <laughs> that's why imagine why I'm flowering that. We are fighting to see them play regularly, home and away basis. Cricket has no room for politics, religion, or racism. Why can't they just play and play a friendly game, win and lose, draw? The crowd needs to see Pakistan and India playing together, at home and away. Why? Why can't somebody insist that that is is seen? You see, ninety thousand two hundred twenty-one people went into the Melbourne. Stadium today, and those who didn't pay may not have been counted. But the stadium can hold a hundred thousand, and people play. That place was sold out before the ball was bowled. Can you imagine that? And that will popularize the game across the world. I happen to have spoken to a guy in church today, and he said, "Oh, what is cricket? I see it. Cricket is is is, is what? I say what? You know the first international match." I follow Virgin. The first international match was played between the, the USA and Canada, right in the USA. You said he didn't know that. Yes, 1845. Yeah. 44. 44. Yeah, 44. Yeah, 44. 45 is a baseball. Yeah, 44 is a cricket, 45 is a baseball. Yes, and the president came from cricket, too. And he said, what? He asked me the number, and I gave him the number, but he didn't call, so I don't know. But nevertheless, you know, this is what cricket is all about. We love it, and I want to see Pakistan. Before I go, I leave this place. I hope to see cricket played between Pakistan and India on a home away basis. Take the politics over cricket. We need it, man. What an excitement. What a joy. What a delight for you to sit down and see a match like what played today between India. I can add something here. India Pakistan were together playing in a one team called India before the independence. India got the ICC membership in 1932. Mm-hmm. Players from both countries used to play together mm-hmm. and they divided. Pakistan asked for the division out of India, and that's the beginning. And then all this is just starting and it's never going to end. I'm telling you right here. I don't know how you feel, 
but very soon this will divide the world cricket. Look at the few media releases lately coming out. 2023 Asia Cup in Pakistan. India says we're not going, we're not going to play. So immediately mm-hmm. Pakistan made a statement, you are taking nonsense and this will divide the world and they are up to. And I will not be surprised if something going in that direction instead of coming out some sort of solution where at least game can move on. And I mean like as not no, just one J. single person in a world. Yeah. Can you hold a while for me? Because my understanding yeah. is that the the Asian Cup was scheduled to be played in Pakistan and India. I don't know if it's India, but they pull out. <laughs> On their own accord, and then Pakistan. They made a India made a statement. Even sports minister and team people, BCCI, both made a statement. It's up to the government. If they let our Indian cricketers with the Indian citizenship to travel Pakistan, they will play. But the most likely, it will not happen. So they clearly told them, if this situation comes, we're not becoming Pakistan and playing for it. So immediately Pakistan retaliated and made a statement, well, if that's the case, coming in India, and we'll be not coming either. So now this, this thing is going at tic-tac, and now we have to say how they resolve. But we all believe that India-Pakistan games is the only biggest source of income for the world uh, uh, ICC body, and if they can keep continue that way, that's only way to survive. Because the other countries are not making enough money, everybody is uh, having a hard time to develop the good talented players. And these guys can put like two, three teams, and they all will be competing at the world level. Can I can I just say something here? Um, the last yeah, World yeah. Cup, the last World Cup before the the, the virus um, started, it was supposed to be mm-hmm. in India. Right? And Pakistan never said they wasn't going to India because the tour was to India. Then the World Cup ended up and played in United Arab Emirates. So I can see for myself that, like, Pakistan is an issue with that. I think, personally, myself, is the Indian government. Because, you know, something, India doing good, Indian have a lot of money. And to me, because you have that power, you want to control what you play and who you play against. It should not be that way. Okay, you don't want to go to India. Pakistan don't want to go to you. Fine. But they should be playing some the same. If ICC have balls, as I keep on saying, they're running the cricket. Not the country running the cricket. Because if every country will be running the cricket, Russia that have a big place will be in cricket. Even if they don't play cricket, they're going to say, look, we want cricket to play at this place or whatever. I mean... You have Charger, United Arab Emirates, where you have where Pakistan going to play. Those test match, one day or whatever, a T20 game should be played amongst these countries. You cannot have a body that ruling the cricket and then another country dictating who they play against. You cannot have that. Because if you do that, other country, if China gets involved in cricket and China started to get good, China will do like India. Says, okay, you're playing here, we're not going to go here because we're making money now. Not supposed to be that way. The ICC board is supposed to make 
wherever the cricket playing, whoever country, if there's a problem with this country, put them some other country to play. Let's look at the World Cup. It's in, in, it's in um, Australia. In that stadium today, between Pakistan and Indian, that live in Australia, which some come over to watch the game, there was like, what, even 90,000 people? I guarantee it was about 80,000 between Pakistan and India was inside that game. These guys were inside watching the game, celebrating with their flags. Did you hear any problem? No kind of problem because they're going to watch cricket. So is the government is what developing the, 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 the problem because they're the one that think this is going to happen and that is going to happen. But when it plays outside their country, they don't see a problem. So that means there is no problem put these two countries to play cricket outside because it's not the country controlling the cricket. If you don't want to go by the ICC rules or whatever, okay, if you want to go off on your own because you want to go off on your own, well, play by yourself then. Because you cannot have a country dictating where, who they play against. If you don't want them at your home, send them to a neutral country to play because this is how everybody gets their rating by playing each other. And the ICC needs to stand up. It said what ICC, what international Cricket Council, international. It didn't say India. It didn't say Pakistan. It didn't say England or Australia. International Cricket Council, and you have to lead in an international way. Do not make no one country dictate the International Cricket Council. Otherwise, you need to change that word ICC and put it a different way because the ICC do not mean anything when you have another country dictating what you, 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 how you want to run your cricket game. Donna, come on in. I you can add this thoughts. thing here, simple. Okay, go ahead. Wait, hold on. This is the go similar ahead, thing. This is the similar thing like a FIFA or Olympics. With the ongoing situation, Ukraine is attacked by the Russia. Do you think if the Olympic can be held in next three months and Ukraine will send the team? Repeat that again. I didn't understand the question. Say that again. If, if, if Ukraine Let's say soccer, FIFA, arrange a World Cup in Russia, where Russia has attacked the Ukraine, and Ukraine is trying to block almost everyone to go Russia or coming from Russia, do you think Ukraine will send their soccer team to Russia to play? Okay. No. 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 I'm going to answer the question. No, Ukraine won't do that. United States won't do that. The Britain won't do that. The French won't do that. The world would not do that. The so world would not do that. Let me come out. This thing has been started in 1948 during that uh, divide. Pakistan attacked the India. India did not attack Pakistan. Don't take it this way. Go back. Check the history. Fifteen years ago, Kandusa and the team played in Pakistan. They went there and played. No, no, no. I'm coming here. I'm coming here. Let me finish his point. India and Pakistan played on and off, right? Played on and off. Even though, if you look at the history, like they played some test match between that uh, 1952, when the Pakistan becomes a new member of ICC, at the history, there is a term test series. Both sides played in each other's country until 1961. And then you got the another attack. 
and India discontinues. And that broke cost like 16 years until like 1976, I believe, after the Kerry Packer situation. India and Pakistan government resolved. And India traveled first to Pakistan to play. I still remember because I was at the kid playing for a national team, so we know where the national team is going. And then it went okay until, uh, I think, 10 years. Then he got another situation came out because of the Bangladesh story when the fight broke up. So then they got another break. And then in the late uh, 90s, they got uh, another attack in uh, because of Kashmir issue or something. So let me tell you frankly, being as a sportsman and a good cricketer, I don't give a damn on religion or politics or all bullshit. But end of the day, this politics is the one controlling every sport. Will you believe it or not? It's you. Even in West Indies, do you think that the cricket West Indies has a superpower? No. Those countries can dictate the term. Question, question for you. Who was the two teams that played today? Two teams played today from India and Pakistan played today. So don't tell me they can't play against each other. They did not play in India. They did not play in Pakistan. I understand all that. You don't want to play in my country. I don't want to play in your country. But they can play into foreign countries just like how they play today. What was the problem? What was the problem when they played today? Did a problem created? No. The problem is, the problem is, is not the teams. Again, as I said, problem is not the team. Both teams are ready to play each other anywhere. It's not a problem. But if the politics and the government who is controlling the country say, you can't do this, so they have to follow because they have to live in so the did, Okay, why did they not do it in the World Cup? Why did they not say they don't want their team to play against Pakistan then? Uh, Pakistan said they don't want their team to play India. Why they did they not do it in the we World Cup? Want do you want government's contact in India? I can give you all numbers to you. No, my no. Here my, here my question is. <laughs> is there a convince government? My thing is... No, 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 no. no. They played the no, same no. team that we said cannot play against each other. They played today. The last I World Cup, any that, World Cup, they played. Australia. It is in Australia. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I understand you, that, but what I'm saying... Let me tell you a simple thing. Let me tell you a simple thing here, before you go yeah. further. If the Indian players don't get the passport as a visa, how are you going to travel that country? Tell me. You got West Indies. Hatmar did not even board the plane. What are we talking here? So, so he had a visa to go Australia. United Arab Emirates. United U- UAE. That, that's not what it is the last World Cup. That's not what so the that is what... So okay, that so is what the BCCI decides. The government does not allow. So sometimes, no sometimes we make too much excuse for, I don't care, it could have my mother or my father, I'm going to tell them the same identical thing. I'm not going to... Thank you, brother. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, serious. We have to stop this no, I love it. I love it. I they love still, it. No, no. They still play. They play today, and they might play again. Never know in the final one and then the IC still be covered up again. They're still gonna play. No, let me tell you. No, it's not a right or wrong. Right or wrong. Look at it. Look at it. On the field, on the field, players has absolutely zero issue. Look at that. They are friendly. Yes, I noticed that. They have a friendly. All the issue starts from the fans and politics. How about that? 
If you don't want your country to involve in the ICC tournament, make sure they don't have they should not be playing them. Not because you have all this money. It's just like it, it just like we're talking about the same Russia because you have all the superpower you think you must just go run over and take over a country just like you something 
because mm-hmm. they get a lot of criti- cri- criticize for what they did. So maybe mm-hmm. they're just trying to make up a song of that. So um, I don't know, and I don't even. <laughs> I just want I, I just want him to go on to Bangladesh and do what whenever the time comes and just perform and do what he do best. Dennis, you find your thoughts. You have something that we had left out before that you want to bring up. Did you? Well, we we did not really talk about the England Afghanistan group match in the uh, World Cup. You know, England England played Afghanistan and Afghanistan batted first and they were all out for 112. Uh, They have Zadran scored 32, Ghani 30, and the other Zadran 13 and Gurbaz 10. The English bowler uh, uh, let's just see if we can. Uh, yeah, Where's that coming from? Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Yes. Um, England bowler. England bowler. Corran had five wickets for ten runs. Wood two for twenty. Stokes two for nineteen, and Walks one for twenty-four. So Afghan scored 112 for 10. England, in reply, scored 113 for five wickets. Livingstone, 29. Hales, 19. Malan, 18. And Josh Butler, 18. Um, England won by five wickets. So it wasn't a scintillating performance by the English batters to lose five wickets in scoring 112. But the important thing for England, of course, is that they did win the match, and that will give them uh, extra points having bowled uh, Bangladesh out in the uh, lot of overs. So they, they will get some pick up some extra points there. We did talk about the Ireland and the Sri Lanka match, Mm-hmm. And so that was the only missing item in that uh, uh, from the T uh, Twenty that we had not covered, Leon. Yeah, okay. Brian, give us your take on that match. You have the. She's Donna has left us. Okay, how about Donna you? Donna is. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Virgil. Why don't you give us your thoughts on that match? I wanted, as I said, any time Afghanistan make 160, mm-hmm. they will defeat the team that they're playing against. It just, um, they did not reach up to that score because I know if they reached up to that score, England would have a problem getting that run. Mm-hmm. But they know partners that they bowl a lot of short balls. And the short ball, if you care to the short ball, that good, you might get away one, but they go to get you, and that's how most of them been out, you know. So they really outsmart Afghanistan. But anytime Afghanistan make over 150, 160, whoever they play against, believe you, they are going to win that game. One quick exercise: Can each of the panelists give us the player they they are predicting to do something special? Other than 
just in their mind, other other than perhaps the ones who are shining already. Anyone, just give me your opinion. Dennis, who do you think gonna be well, Yeah, Leon, give me one player. For me for me it's hard to pick one player because I know for example I you know, come to mind I admire the um Rizwan and the Azam and the um she, Afridi, uh, the Coley's and the um, Sharma, you know, for Ireland, I will watch Sterling and, of course, um, Balburnie. When we get to New Zealand, there's always going to be Conway and uh, others, Hazelwood and Maxwell. So it is very difficult to pick one out at this stage because there are so many matches playing and there are so many talented players out there. So I, I will refrain from picking one, but okay. the others I'll keep my eyes on those. You're, you're saying that you I don't want to pick one. You're saying you don't want to pick one. You I want don't. to pick six. You want to pick a whole team. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyway, anybody that's want to pick one? One player that think going to be innovative, exciting, one player you'd love to see, you know, outstanding, and is this... How about you... you um, I'm going to go, go Barbaraz. I'm going to go Barbaraz, man. I normally go oh. Barbaraz and Rizwan, but those are my two favorite players, man. Okay. Jason, who, who do you think would be the, your greatest um, players? I will say it will be Virat Kohli or Barbaraz. Hmm? Virat Kohli or Barbaraz? Okay. How about you, Donna? Do you, do you have a favorite cricketer you, you think will excite? Because? Um, I like Rizwan. I like mm-hmm. Surya. Surya. Mm-hmm. And there's somebody from England. Oh, I like what his name there? Jack Butler. Jack Butler. Jack Butler. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I'm looking forward to see Mark Wood. The England pacer, he's up there at 96, 96 MPH. Okay. And uh, there is this little... Uh, they, they said David out of Australia is King David, but he didn't do Was too well in the first match. Huh? He didn't do too well in the first match, but I'm looking forward to see if he can... He can oh, like the crowd. Yeah. Tim, Tim David. Tim David. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. and of course they can't leave out Coley. They can't leave that's out my, well. Hmm? Already that's my point, Leah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so many good, well. good players, exciting oh. players that it's hard okay. to um, pick one, three at this point. We just have to follow okay, them yes. all and see who you comes out. Pick a team. We're going to pick. We're going to come down to picking the last team. They, 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 they pick our, our team of the World Cup when the, the whole thing ends. So I just want to just highlight some players. We know we can't pick Mears and uh, who else? And, and Puran and, and so. But I think Weston is, believe it or not, I think Weston is Miss Bravo. I think they missed the kind of bowling from Bravo, knowing to get that extra wicket. But he's passed it now, he wasn't picked, but I think they miss, miss him. Any other points before we ask? Dennis, give us a, just a brief preview of what we discovered so Simon can understand and, and be knowledgeable. But before we 
we get there, I just want to bring to the attention of our panelists and yeah. listeners that the, CP, the Super 50 Cup will be carried live broadcast by ESPN here in the USA, uh, yeah. BT Sports in the UK, and of yeah, course ESPN Caribbean and Fan Code in India. And uh, for Simon, we were able to um, dig very deeply into the various pitfalls that suddenly has been, well, not suddenly, but for the past few years, have beset the West Indies, why they're failing so miserably and on their way back from uh, the World Cup today, as opposed to being there playing. We discussed the, um, the Super 12. We've discussed the scores so far and very exciting match between India and Pakistan, which went down to the last ball of the day. The last over of the day was probably one of the most exciting over that you will ever see in a test match cricket. It had all the dramas, all the force, and, of course, those 90,000-plus fans thoroughly enjoyed, you know, that match. So we look forward to more of the same. Of course, we discussed New Zealand beating Australia. Oh, New Zealand was the, semifinal, was the finalist against Australia last year. So in one sense, Australia, New Zealand is making it clear that they have a bone to settle with Australia. So if you get a chance, don't miss the games. We know that um, we also looked at Ireland, who having defeated the West Indies and took them out of the uh, tournament, uh, went on to play Sri Lanka, and they were heavily mauled by the Sri Lankans. And uh, that was the some of it. England and Afghanistan we've just touched on. And uh, tomorrow we also have... Um, the Netherlands and Zimbabwe will be playing, and South Africa will also be playing. I think it's Afghanistan, not Afghanistan, um, Bangladesh. So those are the games to come tonight. If you are up and can afford to tune in, do join them. I think that's it for me, Leon. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. You have a photogenic memory that you can remember everything. I have to go back to my papers. But, but Jatin, do you think we missed anything? I just We, we didn't miss the, the, the fight between you and Virgil, and we don't want to resurrect that. But did we miss anything <laughs> on the field? <laughs> on the field of play? <laughs> again? Did we miss... No, I'm, I'm, I'm posing this question to Jatin if we miss anything on the field of play. It's exciting to learn all these variations in bowling and the world. So, make, I'm going to ask you your thoughts about your player or players that you there think. Is, there is a lot of things to learn always. And uh, if you look at it, uh, the incident when the free hit ball went to the stumps and went to the third man, you know who made that call for the run? Dinesh Karthik. Now, Dinesh mm-hmm. Karthik and Rohit Sharma are the only two players who played that first ever T20 in uh, 2007, which India won. So look at their experience and decision-making process according to the roles and their follows. 
I will say one Virat Kohli was not ready to take off, but Dinesh Karthik called him and said, let's go. So it's, it's like mm-hmm. a learning process. It's not about just watching TV. Sometimes you have to look at these players. They are going through these laws, and they are playing this game according to the laws. There is nothing wrong with it. And that's the best thing to say. Don't just see as a fan. If he really wants to learn, look at the all little things, how it's happening, why it's happening, who is making call, and try to learn the laws, and that's the best way to learn the game. I think I have a friend of mine on board. John, is that you? Good evening to you, John. John? Hey, hey, you're, Leon. You're, yeah, good evening. You're in. You're online. Let me introduce you to my panelists, the panelists of the, of the Cookie Show. Here is John, a friend of of mine from church, and I have invited him to just pick up some of what we know about cricket. So, folks, can you say hello to John for me? And anyone wants to pass on any piece of information about cricket can do so now. Virgil, why don't you go first? Oh, good, good, night, Miss, good night, Mr. John. How are you doing? I'm doing very well uh, from here in uh, North Florida. This evening, listen to, I'm listening to a conversation I don't understand, but I promise Leon I'm going to learn more about cricket, so we'll have something to talk about at church. Okay, <laughs> let me let me give you a little something first, and make it quick. Cricket is the um, how you put it now, the second, second largest watch event in the world. Cricket was established in the U.S. from the 1700s because you know anywhere the British goes, cricket plays because. The British, the British used to own this country before, so anywhere the British goes, cricket plays. The first uh-huh. international game ever played anywhere in the world is between United States and Canada. That's 1844, and that's what started wow. international cricket. Baseball, wow. baseball is the son of cricket. Round up, oh, okay. the girls used to play in school with the, the folded fist, and they hit the tennis ball, and they won the three base. And what happened... After a while, well, after America got independent, they did not want m- nothing much British because they said the, the, the cricket was too long. So that's where they, they, they come up with the, the baseball. Now, the name that the United States carry as president, in 1780, John Adams, who became the second president, said if leaders of a simple cricket game could be called president, there was no reason why the leaders of the new nation could not be called the same. That's where the United States get the name president from. So it's a lot of history about cricket in the United States, but most people don't know. And sometimes some people make some excuse about certain things because they don't want to know. But it's a lot of history in this country about cricket because the British have been all over. The trying to get the game resurrected here is hard, but it's American history also because the British used to own here and cricket played. From here, India, Pakistan, anywhere the British touched down, that's where the game was played. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. That's, that's good. Good to know. Thank you so much. Let me introduce you to Dennis Heath. He's hailing from California. Dennis, a little, two minutes. Yes. To John. Yes, John. Nice to have, you know, made your acquaintance on the radio, John. And hopefully thank you'll you, be able Dennis. to join in uh, some other time. But cricket. Uh, can be viewed much like baseball in terms of the equipment that we use, bat, ball, pad, gloves. Um, 
The difference is the bats that we use for cricket is four and a quarter inches wide. And uh, baseball, where well, we know what baseball bat looks like. And of sure. course, pitching. Pitching in baseball, the equivalent is bowling in, uh, in, uh, in, in cricket. And whereas pitchers may have their knuckleball or their style of um, finger ball or whatever else, cricket, we also have the ability to work magic with the fingers and with the cricket ball. Uh, fielding, baseball, you play baseball with the players each using gloves. In cricket, the players on the field, they do not use gloves except for the wicket keeper, which in baseball would be the equivalent of your uh, catcher. So okay. imagine 11, 11 players on the field, and uh-huh. they're not using gloves. They're using the bare hands to stop wow. the ball that drop very hard. And they're taking catches just the way baseball players take a catch out in the outfield. Cricketers do the same thing with the bare hands. Um, runs are scored each time players cross from one end to the other and make good their um, position. Baseball probably have two or three ways to dismiss a player. In cricket, we have at least nine ways in, someone can be out. And hey, of course, I mean, we have umpires. Yeah. Yeah. Umpires. Okay. We we have umpires in in, in cricket just like umpires in baseball, and the umpires control the game by applying the rules. In a nutshell, I think very fast two minutes exercising what the game of cricket is all about. Scoring. Thank you. you. Thank you so much. I'm from Jatin from Indianapolis. Jatin, give give John a little brief history or a little piece of knowledge about cricket. Jatin? Okay, Jatin must be muted. Hope or Jatsna, would you like to give... Oh, Jatin has left us. Jatin has left us. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. Simon, how about you? Do you have anything to share with... um, Yeah, something was confusing me I heard tonight. They said about a a free ball or free hit. Uh, What's that all about? But any free hit in in cricket? Simon, Simon. I think you have to explain that to you another day. Yes, okay. Yeah, we have John. Would you like to share something about cricket to John, our guest, our special guest tonight about cricket that you want to share with us? Okay, let me go. John, also one of the greatest tournaments that are, is being played between nations uh, in the cricket world is being conducted right now in uh, Australia. Some 12 teams are involved in the final round of matches. And um, international teams. They were eliminated down to to 12 teams. And that is really exciting. As many as uh, 90,221 spectators were packed in the Melbourne Cricket Stadium in Australia. And it was viewed around the world. And it's, it's so exciting that you, that people, you know, have not eaten and people have... Dance the sweet when the teams have won, and it's so exciting. And um, in in the in 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 the in in America here, a number of teams are playing this sport, and sooner or later it's going to be a big 
big occasion. We do have another of our friends on with me, and she's a lady. She's in Tampa. Jasna, can you share with John anything you know? You can share with him to t- teach him a little about the game. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, good evening, uh, Mr. John, and welcome to our radio show. Uh, oh, thank just you. Wanna, yeah, you're welcome. Just want to let you know that uh, girls and women also play uh, cricket, just like um, men and boys do. But oh. we are not, yeah, but the women are getting stronger. But like uh, Australia and New Zealand, uh, their physique is um, are stronger than uh, some like uh, Indian women and some other countries, Bangladesh and all that. But but they do play very well, uh, just like men do. So that's why I want to let you know. Thank you. I, I didn't know that either. It, it take, yeah. you know, I can be informed. I, I don't know anything, so this is good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Would you like and to I'm a former chess cricket player. I played for, uh, I represent India a long time back, 1974 to 78. And hey, all right. Yeah, yep. So have Very a good, good. evening, when, when and it, it was nice to have you all. Sorry. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate it. Donna, you would you like to share anything with John for me, my friend from church? Anything about cricket that you'd like to say? I Just to say name. that West Indies is our main team that we have supported over the years. And now that the World Cup is going on, they were in the cup, but they were eliminated. And we are not so pleased about that. But we hope that they'll come back stronger and bring back a stronger team and make the West Indians feel good once more. Because the World Cup is a big event for cricket. That's about it. And they're going to cover it on ESPN? John, you got to give her a tissue because she's still crying because our team was knocked out of the competition. So please give her a tissue so she can wipe her eyes. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's universal. That, I know about that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, John, you really have to end, though. You know, the show ends at 9 o'clock. And they're giving me the signal that we have 90 seconds. We want to thank you for coming on. It was a great delight. And you, oh, you're free to be on us with us every Sunday from 6 to 9. And from time to time, you will know um, when the, the fine points of the game. Thank you again. Thank you, Leon. I, I want to watch a game. When is this world? When is this game going to be on ESPN? Yes, it's on ESPN, but it's pay-per-view. And... Um, you have Dish, I have Dish Network, which I watch it on. Uh, on your phone, I think you can get it, um, no, what's it called, Willow. If you have the Willow yeah. channel, something you can get it and take it on your phone, and you can get to watch the game, um, all the games on your phone. Uh, sometimes they have some apps. Somebody can tell you what kind of app to download, and you can see some of the games. And those okay. apps are free. Right. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah. And we're going to go out with a song that we love. very interesting. I appreciate it. Don't go yet. Let me just play a song that we usually play to cheer up the West Indies. And this is the national <laughs> anthem for the West Indies, being another nation, but a group of islands that gather together to make, to represent the region. So this song is one that we play.
to cheer the West Indies up is called Rally Round the West Indies. <laughs> Somebody gonna be crying.
night all. Say good night, Good night, Leon. Good night all. Good night. Good night. Good night.